Are you a fan of rules, So Surprisingly, yes. I thrive on structure. I particularly like rules that result in discounts on wine from Australia's favourite natural wine seller, drnks.com. We thought it was time to remind you all that when you buy six bottles or more, you get 10% off your order. And if you spend over $100, you get free shipping. And of course, you guys already know, if you live in Sydney and within 15 kilometres of the CBD, you get same-day delivery when you order before 2pm Monday all the way through to Saturday. Not forgetting our favourite rule of all, that if you enter Highly Enthused at checkout, you get 10% off no matter how many bottles you order. Please enjoy responsibly. Thank you very much to drinks. This is Highly Enthused, a shortcut to things worth consuming, presented by two women named Sophie who spend too long on the internet. I'm Sophie Roberts. I'm Sophie McComas. Right in time for the heat of the Australian summer, we have a topic we can't wait to dive into. Caroline Clements from Places We Swim is here to talk about the best places to swim, obviously. It really says what it does on the tin. <laughs> welcome, Cece. Yay, welcome. Hey, Sophie. <laughs> so if anyone who doesn't know, Places We Swim is a book, a very, very awesome Instagram page at Places We Swim, and also a print shop where they sell all their beautiful photos, created by UCC Caroline, who's an editor, writer, creative producer, and funnily enough, my first boss at Broadsheet back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Just how I like it. <laughs> so you created it along with your partner, who's photographer, writer, and videographer, Dylan Sajic Reardon. And Places We Swim really celebrates the best swimming spots in Australia and now the world, right? The book actually came out from a pretty awesome trip you two went on. Can you mm-hmm. tell us a bit about it? Yes. We did a big trip around the country, which was something we'd always wanted to do. Something a lot of people do when they're a bit older, actually. Which we had pinned for sort of a retiree trip. Green nomads. Yeah. We we met a lot of them on the road, but uh, not a lot of young people. But anyway, to, to explain the trip, we wanted to go on this big trip around the country, but we wanted to document it somehow. And we talked about ways we could do that, whether it was food or some, some way to engage with people while we were traveling. And sort of by default, we'd been sort of documenting our weekends away and holidays and so swimming and and sort of landscapes but people in those places was like really key that was a really nice way to speak to people and it turned out as soon as you ask people about their swimming spot anywhere in the country they just like open up and they're so happy and excited so I think that's so true like everyone wants to be the ones who are like oh no they're going to tell you to go here but that's not the best spot like yeah. you just go like a few more k's down yeah. the road and then you turn left at this random sign and then that's the best yeah. spot to swim like everyone's yeah. got one yeah so you quit your job and how long were you gone for we were gone for, we're on the road for about nine months. Wow. Um, so we did it in sections. We kind of um, started in Melbourne and went up through the middle, like to South Australia and then up through the Northern Territory. And then we came back and then we did the West Coast, which is huge. And <laughs> it, it just really makes you realise how huge this country is, especially when you're driving by car across like days and days of desert. And it's just such a diverse landscape as well, which is pretty incredible. So then we drove along the bottom and then up the East Coast and then down to Tassie. And so we didn't sort of do the very far north of Queensland, but it's largely unswimmable. Yeah, I was about to say, reasons. you don't swim in the water there. You <laughs> yeah. admire, you keep a yeah. far distance. I remember even going to Darwin years ago, wanting to swim so badly because it was 37 degrees and like yeah. 100% humidity. I was like, oh, there's a, cro- there's a crocodile just yeah. on the beach. Very um, crocky. Just, very just crocky. sitting there. I was like, I'm not even going to walk on the beach. <laughs> I'm going to stay here. I just imagine that people overseas seeing crocodiles on a beach is like something out of a movie. Totally. I mean, I'll be honest coming from Sydney I was like fuck no I'm not going to do that it's horrifying sometimes you see people out on like stand up paddleboards out at that beach and you're like what What are you you doing doing? so you say you're not 
a hardcore swimmer. Mm-hmm. What is a hardcore swimmer? A hardcore swimmer, I think, is something someone who can swim in extreme conditions or just like really dedicated to it. Like I think mostly Dylan and I just like getting in the water, like most people do. Um, and then we know how to document it. So, and and what we wanted to capture was like people just having a good time in water and just splashing around or doing laps or deep sea diving, whatever it may be. We actually never covered that, but um, <laughs> that might be in the future. <laughs> deep sea dive. Um, what would you say constitute a good swim? There are a few key things that we kind of looked at when we were choosing the swims for the book. Like we always we say we asked ourselves these questions every time, which were like. Would you want to take a friend there? Would you want to spend a day there? Is it like eye-poppingly beautiful? Do you want to, like, is it really different from somewhere else? You want, like, would you want to show it off to people kind of thing? You're from Melbourne originally. What's it like down there? Obviously we're in Sydney at the moment. You can swim. What's it like down there? (laughs) I've never been. It's freezing. It is freezing down on that coast. What do you find are the major differences between here and there? Well, the temperature is definitely mm-hmm. a key element. It's also really wild mostly. Like we actually found documenting Victoria was the hardest state because it's like beautiful beaches but like really wild coastlines and sometimes really unswimmable. A lot of people swim in public pools, in, particularly in Melbourne. We spend a lot of time swimming in Fitzroy Pool, which is a real classic. Mm, it's a real um, And then, of course, there's like Brown Pool and Harold Holt and all those all those big names. And those who don't know, Harold Holt is the Prime Minister of Australia who went swimming one day and disappeared, never to be seen again. And we named a swimming pool after him. <laughs> yeah, so I think a lot of city people in Melbourne really spend a lot of time swimming at public pools. Yeah. Um, Do you guys surf as well? And I attempt to surf. Dylan actually surfs. Actually gets it done. <laughs> Was that a big part of the trip as well? I guess if you're, you know, you've got a van, you're travelling across the country... It's like the quintessential surfing tour. Yeah, we had our boards with us and they were the they were the worst thing we brought. And they're like really different approaches to the water is like where you go surfing and where you go swimming. And I really would never want to write a book about surfing because people don't like you uncovering their surfing spots. Yes. People people are really happy to share their swimming spots. Are they? Yeah. For the most part, people are really open about it. Well, should we jump into your favourite swimming spots around the country? We've got one for every state and territory except the ACT. Sorry, ACT. Sorry. You can't okay. swim in Lake Billy Griffin. All right. Kick us off. What's, What's number first? one? So number one is um, Dalhousie Springs, which is in the Wichira National Park. It's like the top corner of South Australia, sort of towards New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And it is a big 38-degree hot spring in the middle of the desert. And you drive like two days to get there over like corrugated roads, hell, dusty, just miserable kind of landscape. Well, not miserable, no, beautiful actually, but dry and, and sort of barren. Severe. Um, and you just like need a shower or a swim. And so the water's really warm and everyone just sort of goes in there to soothe their body after like sitting in a car for, for that long. You can stay at, at the site. Like everyone's sort of in four-wheel drives now of camping and people bring their families and you sort of go and have a soak in the evening or early in the morning and there's like all the fogs kind of like rising off the pool and it's... Is it like a natural pool in the ground or is it? Yeah, Yeah, so, but it's like, it's like a big lake actually, Mm. but it's sort of part of the, like the Artesian Basin. So there's this big lake under certain parts of Australia. Like it's it's kind of an amazing thing to think about. And this is part of one. And so this sort of brings up this hot water from underground and it's just like a perfect temperature. And it also has these little fish that nibble at your toes and they, like, chew the skin off the sides. Oh, like you see in Singapore? (laughs) (laughs) It's like tanks and those little fish. Something a bit creepy about it. It's kind of nice. You come out pretty and smooth at the same time. (laughs) So I like that name, Dalhousie Springs. That sounds cool. Yeah. Okay, what is number two? 
Okay, number two is Magook Gorge in Kakadu National Park, which is like this giant and amazing, huge, deep gorge. It's just super dramatic and a very spiritual place for like for the local people. So it feels very quiet and it feels like you don't know where the bottom of the gorge is. Like mm. you feel that picture of the cover of Jaws and you can just see tiny people floating and yep. then it's like it's just never ending and there's like some sort of monster down there. It's oh, kind of a feeling oh you God. get. That's like but... making my skin crawl because <laughs> deep water is my greatest fear. <laughs> yeah. How deep yeah. do you think it is? We tried to like dive down and you just couldn't even go anywhere near the bottom. Oh. But it's kind of amazing and these little groups of people just swim around and like sunbeck at the edge and there's a there's a trail that you can find that actually goes up to some top pools which are shallow and rocky and it's like at the top of the waterfall and you can actually swim underwater between pools. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's a bit of a hidden secret. You sort of have to know about those. You've got to read the book. Yeah, you've got to get the book. <laughs> That sounds incredible. The NT is one of the places that I haven't been yet and yes. I'm dying to go there. What about number three? What What's next? What state are we heading to? We're going to Queensland. We're going to Josephine Falls, which is a freshwater hole. So Queensland is so is like synonymous for beaches and... Goldie. Yep. <laughs> beautiful one. Why isn't that on your there. list? <laughs> <laughs> and it does have beautiful beaches, but the season isn't always great for them and particularly up further north towards Cairns and that kind of area. Um, but just inland from the coast is beautiful tropical landscapes, like really lush, mountainous and also just green like rainforests. Um, so this is like these huge big granite boulders that sort of like coming down from the mountain and the water is really icy but refreshing in hot weather and it sort of creates these like a natural wet and wild park I'm call it. <laughs> and uh, people are just like sliding down these big boulders into pools and they're like sandy bottoms it's, it's really like cool an amazing an amazing spot that sounds incredible yeah, yeah freshwater swimming just feels mm, so different to salt water when you've grown up at the beach swimming in the ocean like you get into freshwater like it just feels completely different on the skin mm, yeah and you can sort of drink it as you swim kind of like Leave your mouth open. <laughs> Leave your mouth open. <laughs> How did you find all these places? Like, I know you said that a lot of people recommended them to you, but in your research, when you were starting, when you found the list of 300, was it maps? Was it just Googling? Like, how did you even approach that? Well, we did a lot of research. We asked a lot of people who had been on big, these big mm. trips, so like people's parents and friends who had done a lot of exploring as kids, like, you know, going on big road trips with their family because it's yeah. not something I did as a kid with my family. That's all we did, but we never went swimming. We just <laughs> <laughs> went to wineries and my sisters and I would sit in the car and complain. That's all we did. Aww. Oh, look, some of it was great. Dad used to take us to train museums, but we didn't go to many waterholes, yeah. sadly. So we asked, asked people and they gave us suggestions from their trips and then we, we would just always talk to locals. Like we would just bail people up at other swimming halls and other people that were travelling and like we would get we'd get lists from people like written on napkins and we'd just like, talk to people when everywhere we were and that was like that not necessarily local knowledge but it was like other experienced travelling knowledge and it was like essential like we got some really random tips from people and they were so spot on and you just couldn't find that online. Okay so we've just been in Queensland at Josephine Falls in Nature's Wet and Wild Park where are we going next? We're going down to my favourite little corner, this southwest corner of WA. Long drive. 
Yeah. Long Drive. Yeah. yeah. It's a place called Green's Pool and the neighbouring little uh, bay is called Elephant Rocks. Both great names. Yeah. It's very dramatic. So the rocks are these huge granite boulders and they, I assume, are named after sort of this <laughs> elephant-like look that they give when they're like rising out of the water. It's actually where Breath by Tim Winton was filmed and it's quite magical because the the local town Denmark doesn't have a public pool and so all the kids learn how to swim in this kind of like protected but huge like 250 meter long like natural rock pool that's quite deep so it still lets some sea creatures in there like nothing scary but sometimes you might see an octopus or like quite big fish and things and and all the locals that swim um who often swim in like wetsuits because it's really cold down there like it's like 12 degrees in the water most of the year. Real extremists down there, but mm. um, very fit and healthy as well. But uh, they would sort of do this big loop around the pool there and um, it just felt like it felt like the community melting pot for where people got in the water. Everyone was chatting. It felt like a really nice place to be. Where's next? I think we've got a New South Wales one up our sleeve. We do. For our 72% of analysis. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to make selections in New South Wales because there's so many good ones. Spoiled choice. Yeah. And it's very personal. Mm. Oh, it's so personal. You ask people, is so, just their favourite? Eastern suburbs beach, which is like 10 beaches, and everyone's like, oh, I can't believe you like that one. This is clearly better. Because yeah. It's real heated. <laughs> yeah, totally. So my choice here is Clavelli because it's very unique. Ooh. Classic choice. Classic choice. Yeah. I mean, I swim at Bondi a lot because I'm a local, but I think that Clavelli is a real standout because you guys can't see this, but I'm showing the girls a picture. I mean, it's so interesting and unique. It's like a concrete beach so for people who don't like sand, which is a thing. Yeah. It's it's an easy place to go. And, I mean, it has the beautiful poetic name of the slab. Yeah. It's I cannot negotiate the slab. I don't know how to get in. I don't know how to get out. I get freaked out at right. Clavelli. You can't get out of the water? I'm just like, wait, what? You you wait you wait till the wave to like buoy you up and then you like scramble somehow There's onto stairs it? stairs and ladders. I don't know. Well, I mean, or you can dive in and have your bikini snap and dive. <laughs> I mean, I can't recommend that, but it is one very effective way of getting in the ocean. I see people just like jump out, almost jump out of the water onto the slab, like when a, when a wave like delivers them to the concrete and I'm like... Just can't do that. I just don't think I have the skills to swim there. Some people need a more easy access beach. That's fair (laughs) enough. But if you like something more extreme. Well, the thing is about Clavelli is there is a beach. There is like a protected pool. um, And then there is like the ocean. And it's it's just an incredible, it's a really amazing view from above. But just being there on a hot day, it's so unique to me. people watching. Totally. Like the best people watching. It feels like, it does feel like Europe in a way because Mm. it's so just concrete and so utilitarian like there are so many beaches in sydney that are just so picturesque and beautiful Mm. and wild and this one's just like now we just like paved over the rocks so it would be easy to lie here Mm. but there is a good story behind that because they actually poured that slab as like a way to create jobs in the depression Mm. like they did with a lot of those ocean pools it feels like it was for a good cause i didn't know that where are we going next? Okay, we're going to go to my home state, Victoria. The wild the, state. The wild state, the challenging state. <laughs> but there are some beautiful swims, and one of them is Bushrangers Bay, which is in the morning, on the Mornington Peninsula near Cape Shank. It's really beautiful because it does have a wild side, and then it has, like, a very protected side as well. Very um, yum wine. Pinot Noir from the Mornington is, like, delicious. Hot <laughs> tip for everyone. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing about a swim that's near a good region like that where you can you've got access to... Good food, good wine. That's important. Yeah. But do not drink before swimming. No. Save <laughs> it for after. Save it for after. 
Bushrangers Bay is like a 2K walk-in and then you get to this beach and then it's this like really dramatic rocky landscape, this kind of like, I think they also, there's almost like another elephant rock type thing there. But it sort of, the landscape is really dark and black. The, um, it is a Victorian beach after all. Yeah. <laughs> Moody and dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's all sorts of different sized rock pools. So there's like kind of like one person, little bathing baths and then there's huge big kind of like lap pools. It means that people can sort of, disperse amongst them and you can sort of almost have your own little private bar it was also where where the wild things was filmed oh really a section of it i'm not sure which scene but yeah cool that sounds really awesome final swim final swim is another classic because tassie is a very cold water state yeah Yeah, i mean i've swum in tassie it was very very cold it's very invigorating yeah even in like february yeah jesus which is some of the that's like one of the warmest months yeah people don't swim a lot there unless Mm. they're extreme swimmers wineglass bay is the beach in fresnay national park i think a lot of people would want to argue against this but it's just such a beautiful beach it's so beautiful i haven't swum there but we did the hike up to look at it and Mm. then we were like should we hike down there and we're like it's so far well this is the thing so many people make that choice and they don't go in which Mm. is why it's like often really empty or there's like a yeah. handful of people so you get this beautiful white sand beach to yourself and the water there i think because of the sand being so white it's mm. so blue yeah water. That turquoise yeah color. yeah and that bay is very protected so it that the east coast of tassie is a bit of its own sort of microclimate and it's it's way um, more sunny and, and a little bit warmer than, than yeah. the west coast so a lot still of cold beaches. everyone still, still cold. a little cold <laughs> water still cold. keeps yeah. sharks out I assume. <laughs> or the crocs, at least. <laughs> There's no crocs. You can crocs guarantee out. that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do much swimming in Tassie at all? Were you, have you done like a little trip around there? We've spent a bit of time in Tassie. We like to go in March, the warmest water month. It's always like breathtaking yeah. in a good way. You get out and you're warm for the rest of the day. It's like pretty cool. That pretty is amazing. true. And you get out and you feel like your skin is like waking up from the yeah. sleep. So you're yeah. like, oh, I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. It's an incredible place to swim if you can if you can handle it. I hear you working on a new project. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that? We are. We are working on another place as we swim book. It's a focus on Sydney, uh, which is where we live. So we don't have to do a big trip to to enjoy the the journey of the book. And Sydney is the best water-loving city in the world, I think. So it feels like the easiest place to cover. It'll be a controversial book, I'm sure, just because like not every beach will make it in. But yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to explore our hometown and yeah, get to all those beaches and ocean pools and harbour pools. And yeah, but so we're open to people coming and telling us about their favourites spots so we can go and check them out because we certainly don't know we don't know all of them do you feel like people in sydney are slightly more protective of their favorite spots than elsewhere in the country or are people still generous with them it's hard to be protective in a place that like where there's like thousands of people on the beach no, i but, know but i just feel like sometimes people are like oh gordon's bay yeah, gordon's so bay and now it's just such a scene people like, are so, so cranky about crabby it. about that yeah. there was always young people there you yeah. just used to be one of them and now you're older <laughs> the young people yeah. seem more annoying remember the first time discovering gordon's bay and being like this is the most beautiful spot yeah. Yeah. on a good calm day it feels like you're in croatia yeah. or something like that i think that like we found when we were doing the first book that that choice between gordon's and clubelli was like that would just divide people yeah and we feel like we need to include a few more of those places that didn't get to mention the first book yeah but this book will also be walks as well so because sydney is sort of bordered by all these national parks as well as many swimming holes and beaches there's great places to walk and so it'll sort of be a, a guide a guide to the outdoors a guide to sydney through the outdoors forward along great so where can people send their secret swimming spots if they want to share them with you that's good yeah 
please send ideas to hello at placeswe-swim.com. Um, open to hearing any kind of swimming spot recommendation. We'll come and check it out. Fantastic. Yeah, share them with us as well. We want to hear on the Highland Thews Instagram page. We can definitely spread the love of Sydney swimming spots for the next book. We've also got a couple of more things for our newsletter, which is coming out on Friday, highlyenthused.substack.com. CT has got a couple of international spots for you, a couple of things in Spain and Portugal, which you were just there, weren't you? We were, yeah. How was it? It was great. We spent five weeks there and drove around in a camper van, which we're um, big fans of. We actually found part of Portugal really similar to Victoria, like that wild coastline. There was, mm. There's places that are quite wild. That's really beautiful, and I'm going to be telling everyone about the places I'm going to reveal in the newsletter. <laughs> so. We've got a couple of hidden Sydney swims as well, which we will pop in there, and I think that's a nice uh, amuse-bouche to the wider book, which is coming out. When will it come out next year? It'll be out in September 2020. Okay. In the meantime, we'll be swimming pretty much every weekend now until May, probably. By summer's end, maybe I will have mastered Clavelli. The Clavelli oh, jump can, onto the sun. Maybe we can have like a lesson. We'll just go and teach you how to get into the water and get out of the water. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us today, Cece. Thanks, guys. You can follow Places We Swim on Instagram at Places We Swim. They've got an amazing selection of beautiful photos, which you can actually buy on the placeswe-swim.com website. It really covers the whole of the country, which yeah. is very, very handy if you're going traveling this summer. Thank you very much to our sponsor of drinks as always you can go to drnks.com and click highly enthused at checkout for 10% off we'll see you on the beach yeah see you there see you